We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in this Monday morning edition Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio here with you today. We'll talk some basketball coaching search as that moves into a uh, another week at the SEC basketball tournament beginning this week. Ole Miss and South Carolina kicking off the SEC tournament there at 6 o'clock in Nashville on Wednesday. The other game is uh, Georgia and LSU. After uh, after that, Rebels is, has been the story lately. They uh, play well, just uh, don't get it done on the road in Columbia on Saturday, 82-77, the final with the uh, the Tigers over the Rebels. They they've, play close. They've played nine way. of those games this year. What do you mean? They've played nine games. Decided by five points or oh, less. Okay. If you if you include the Mississippi State game, which was more than five, but it was overtime. Well, if you get them all, you're a tournament team. Well, that, that, you're five that, points away from being a tournament team nine times. Yes, that's true. That's math. That's correct. It's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like more of a jerk than I'm trying to be right now. I was just kind of making a joke, but I, I, I was going to say they, they, everybody <laughs> says I'm the jerk. <laughs> I was just Chase, not me. I didn't say <laughs> so, shit. Anyway, we'll do that. Talk some baseball, some basketball, and more coming up on the show. So brought to you every single day by the. By the way, this Exxon. is this is March. This, this is, is March. This is no, March. Did you put this is March, or do you only do it for the other months? No, I always do it for March too. Because oh, March it, too. It's March also. Okay, it is also March. Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford lunch specials. They change every day. Today, chicken spaghetti. If you'd like to take advantage of that, side items, hot case, ribs. Let them take care of dinner tonight. They pick them up, wrap them up, have them ready to go for you, wet or dry. Call ahead if you are so inclined. And remember, you can get uh, four tickets, four box tickets to the series finale of every Ole Miss baseball home series this season. The Purdue Boilermakers are in town this weekend as Ole Miss is trying to win the Big Ten. So that is for uh, for Sunday, a one thirty start for that one. You tweet, you put on social media, you at the Oxford Exxon, you hashtag Rebel Ready. And you do that, and you're automatically entering into a chance to win those box seats with the Oxford Exxon and Swayze Field. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for our friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. 
And then the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests join. I don't know if I've guessed this week or not. It's going to be a weird week. But when guests do join, they join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, if you're an experienced entrepreneur just wanting to diversify, whatever uh, the case may be, Andy Ludeke can help. He uh, owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help owners find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so you've got nothing to lose. It's uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net, or you can contact Andy at Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or call 404-973-9901. On the baseball front, Ole Miss won the uh, Cambria College Classic over the weekend there in the Twin Cities at U.S. Bank in Minneapolis. They uh, knocked off Maryland 5-1 to on Friday. They beat Minnesota, who now 0-11 on the season. They uh, 9-7 to on Saturday. And then beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers on Saturday, on Sunday. Sorry, Nebraska was the other unbeaten team heading into that day. Fourteen to five, the Rebels scored eight in the first inning, and then uh, kind of just cruised. It got to eight four at one point, but cruised to the, uh, the the championship. It was a big piece of quartz for a trophy. Cambria's countertops, and I think they actually used Cambria quartz oh. for part of the trophy, which is maybe the most well done thing of the entire weekend um, from 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 the event standpoint. I will say this, and I'm not really defending the people because, look, the coverage was awful. Um, the cameras were as bad as I've ever seen on any sporting event at any level, um, junior high included. Mm-hmm. Um, it was watchable, though. It was cheap. As long as you remember to cancel, it was like 7 bucks for nine games. It'll be all right. I mean, everybody everybody, calm down a little bit. No, There's plenty of things to get angry about in this world. That is not one of them. It's, 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 it, it was all right. Well, you sort fine. of know what you're getting when you sign up for it, too, right? I mean, you... <laughs> it would have been better. The SEC Network would have done a better job. Of course. They wouldn't have allowed that type of coverage, I guess. Because it's not... Right. Look, here's a little secret, though. The schools put on their own broadcast. But the SEC Network would be like, hey, guys, you got to get better than that. That's We're, not right. acceptable for our product. But something tells me that there aren't as many people in Big Ten country that are watching college baseball the way that people do. I bet it. their hockey coverage is better. Probably so. Yeah. Again, I'm not. I'm not defending or no, criticizing. No, no, it was terrible. Yeah, but we hardly ever saw where the ball went. They would just sort of take the camera and just shoot it up in the air when the ball was hit. And I guess my point is, is that they probably look at it from a cost benefit analysis and say, would it be worth it to really invest in this? And the answer is no. Yeah. That is a good point. That's almost a whole month Rebel Grove. So I take that back. Seven dollars is very important. Don't complain all you'd like to. Don't, don't give anybody any ideas to lower it to seven because they might. <laughs> God knows they're not raising it. That's true. It's another twenty five percent over that price. So, so I was like, you know what? What do we do to create more revenue? <clears throat> Raise prices just a little. No, we can't do that. No. Yeah, you went out your chain and go, hey, you know, one dollar would be ten percent, right? Like that's yeah. how that you know uh, I go to the grocery store and I always notice that everything's more expensive. I'm just kind of thinking out loud. I would kind of like to see a hockey game with the same camera operators. Now that you say it. We would just be watching the blue line over and over and over again. That's it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be hard. You'd have no idea where the puck's at in the in the in the situation. But look, I News value, it, the, the event was fine. I mean, I think Nebraska is going to be okay. Let's not make it out to be more than it is. I think they're pick six in the preseason in the Big Ten, fifth six, something like that. 
Maryland's a good team, and frankly, they haven't really recovered from Oxford. Um, they played okay on Friday, and then they kind of look like crap the rest of the weekend. There, um, Vanderbilt threw a no hitter yesterday against mm-hmm. Minnesota. I saw that. Uh, Vanderbilt did lose to Nebraska. They went two and one over the uh, over the weekend, but whatever. It's it might be March baseball, but it still feels like February baseball, especially playing in a football stadium. With you, no you, want fill, you want me to fill you in on this? Yeah, sure. I, I can handle this real quickly. Go ahead. Ole Miss is really good. They're one of about seven to nine really good SEC baseball teams. Okay. Um, Ole Miss is going to go to the postseason. They're going to make the tournament. They're going to make the tournament along with eight, nine, ten of their SEC brethren and at least one and probably two of their future SEC brethren. And then it's going to be about whether they get hot or not. There you go. There's your baseball recap for the day. I mean, they're good. Ole Miss is really good. Ole Miss has an elite offense. They are very good offensively. They uh, they play in a league that features a handful of teams that have very good offenses. I think Ole Miss and LSU probably have the two best offenses in the league. There's a couple of teams that really pitch the ball well. There's a handful of teams that really defend well mm-hmm. for, for a college team. The league is loaded. It's going to come down to a little bit of luck and a little bit of health and a little bit of, uh, you know, like when you draw, draw when, when you get Elliott back. Yeah, look, there's a there's setup for stuff. Ole Miss to be really good in the postseason. They have to get Hunter Elliott back. Of course. They probably might need Riley Maddox to some extent. I don't know. We'll see. I thought, yeah, the look, the one baseball analysis, and I wrote about this yesterday, you can read it at rebelgrove.com, is that I thought it was really critical and good that they got more than just Mason Nichols in an extended relief effort and was successful in doing so. On Friday, Nichols threw, I think, 2.1. He was great. You know he's good. On Saturday, they got a really good outing from Mitch Morrell. He went 2.1 or something like that. And then on Sunday, you got Braden Jones, who did not walk anybody. He lasted multiple innings. Just getting some extra bullpen arms with Doherty in the rotation was the most critical need going into the weekend. And they got that. Um, yep. The week coming up, they play Southern Miss at home. Uh, remember, this is of note, 6.30 now for your night games. They have The, the schedule has flipped. It's always four o'clock those first couple weeks, and now six thirty on Tuesday, six thirty on uh, on Friday as well, and I think I think one thirty on Saturday and Sunday. So anyway, that's the it's uh, the baseball recap. Otherwise, around the uh, the SEC, State still can't pitch at all. Um, they went one and two at Frisco. LSU's beating the crap out of people. I don't know. It was fine. There was nothing else. A and M still scuffling. By the way, they they might. I think they're okay, but they might have an issue. I don't they know. Might. Um, they might. Their stars aren't playing well, so I give them more of a break because of that. Because you know those guys are probably going to hit. I I basically surfed some SEC baseball over the weekend for like I mean just yeah, 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 sure. an inning here, an inning there. Not enough to make like ironclad predictions. Sweeping observations for the week. I think there are a handful of teams in the SEC West that are head and shoulders better than A and M. I think they're struggling with the pace. Could be. Could be. Trying to find the, almost a new identity. Yeah, I think they're having a hard time with the fact they can't do the pace the way they've been they've if, been doing If it. you told me A&M is the seventh best team in the West, I'd buy it. Oh, you think it might be worse than State? Maybe. State's bad. State can't pitch. Mm-mm. Like, at all. Well, and in a, in a division full of teams that can. Like, every other team in the division has a handful of arms that they can really count on. To at least be solid, right? Mm-hmm. Solid. Uh, State doesn't have that. Mm-mm. State doesn't have that. And, and and some of the other teams, Ole Miss included, 
like look like they're starting to kind of figure some things out, right? You know, you it's one of the reasons you got to be super careful with the February judgments because a lot of times the coaches that are smart that have been in the league for a long time, um, they know that, hey, I got a bunch of guys here. I got to figure this out. I'm going to experiment a little. Let's let them fail. Yeah, and so we're going to do some things, and yeah, it might not work, and it might mean we lose to Western Michigan on a Tuesday, but that'd be all right. I got to figure this out. I'm going to get pissed off on that Tuesday, but come April, I'll be glad that I experimented, and I think that has happened with a handful of teams, maybe Ole Miss included. Strange stat that I will give Ole Miss credit for at this point, and look, in college, this is a little weird, but when I go back through it, I can't think of a ton of scoring changes I would change. Ole Miss fielding 992 as a team right now. They have three errors in 12 games. Yeah. Um, playing really well. Mm-hmm. So just something to kind of put in, put in your couch. Remember. I mean, right now I'd put Ole Miss as the second best team in the conference. Maybe third. Depending on Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee's Tennessee's good. And on the weekend, I really like Florida. Well, they I'll, have some weird stuff going on team-wise, but I think yeah. over the weekend I really like Florida. Yeah, Florida's they're good. Very talented. Yeah. Yep. They yep. they're maybe the most interesting team in the league to me. Just Vanderbilt's very talented. There's just a bunch of good teams. I think Alabama's good. Alabama's sneaky. They're they're we've been talking about this. Mm-hmm. D one baseball ranked on the beginning of the year. They're not the worst team in the West. Oh no, no, no. They're very solid. No, no. I don't know that they can go like seventeen and thirteen. Their ceiling is a little lower, but they could be a bitch of a three seed at like fourteen and sixteen. I was gonna say if you tell me they went fifteen and fifteen based on what I've seen, mm-hmm. I'd buy it. Buy it. Yeah, they could ruin somebody's day in a regional. Yeah. LSU's really good. Ole Miss is really good. Uh, I think Alabama and Arkansas are both good. Arkansas's got to quit getting pitchers hurt. I mean, this is three this week. I mean, they had another one yesterday. They've had Brady Tiger, Jake Faraday, and Cody Frank all go down this week. Yep. They don't have enough pitching. And now they got good news potentially on Tiger, Mm -hmm. which is good. I've said this last week. You got to hope. You got to cheer for kids. You can cheer against laundry if you want to. That's cool. But you got to cheer for kids. I was glad that he didn't tear that again. Right. Because that would have been devastating for the kid. So how long are they saying? Uh, I heard five weeks. Okay. So Elliot-ish. Yeah, it's probably the same kind of deal. Got to get completely off of it, revamp a throwing program, and then hope for the best and hope that mentally you can you can throw. Not that this matters even a little bit, but Ole Miss stayed number four in the country because no one in front of them lost at all. LSU went four and zero last week. Stanford went four and zero last week, and Tennessee went five and zero last week. Um, Ole Miss at number four, Wake Forest at five, Florida at six, Vanderbilt at seven, Arkansas at eight, Louisville at nine, and TCU at ten to uh, close out the top ten there. Stanford's always really good, but I guess I'm getting I'm, I have some recency bias on them because of how bad they looked in Omaha that I just don't know that I completely buy it. Um, also you're playing out there. You don't play a ton. Yeah. I don't know. Just something about Stanford. doesn't really, doesn't really do it for me. Uh, all right. Flip to basketball, Ole Miss, South Carolina. Oh, one more thing. Anthony Clarko came out of the game yesterday. I put this on the message board. He's fine. He's got a little bit of a quadricep issue. Mike pulled him out of the game because they were winning in a blowout and he did not want Clarko to screw it up on the bases and make it worse. He's playing. He says he can play through it. It clearly is not affecting his performance. He had a heck of a weekend. So, uh, just, FYI there on that one. Ole Miss right now getting tons out of its three transfers with Groff, who was the MVP of the weekend, the two-lane transfer. Clark has been great. He had five RBIs in one of the games over the weekend. And then um, 
Ethan Leje has played really good, really well at third base defensively. He's been a uh, he's been a big step up there at that uh, at that position. So, all right, Ole Miss South Carolina kicking off the uh, SEC tournament on Wednesday. As we said, did you watch any basketball in general yesterday? There was the top twenty five games were all really close and pretty competitive yesterday. It was a it was a good day of hoops. I watched. Uh... I watched a good bit of basketball. I only watched one college game. I watched a good bit of Drake beating the hell out of Bradley, which was interesting because Bradley was the one you picked. Bradley's a really good team, and Drake Drake was awesome. Missouri Valley. Yep. Okay. Yep. I've always said I would love to go to that tournament, and I would. All basketball, just I mean, it, junkies. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves it. Yeah. <laughs> and man, Drake was. Drake was awesome. If they could bottle that, are they the best team in the in the, in the league? Well, they were the second best team in the league record wise. Okay, they beat the best team. Oh, Bradley was. Yeah, Bradley's okay. really good. Okay. That's what I meant. I mean, just to watch a team just dismantle Bradley like that, I was like, whoa. I mean, they they put it all together. So I watched that. I watched a lot of the Suns and and uh, Mavs, and then I watched um, I watched Thunder Jazz last night because I'm sick. Yeah, four top 25 games yesterday. Houston 67-65 over Memphis at the FedEx Forum. I did see the end of that game. Yeah, yeah. they won late. Purdue held on at home uh, at Mackey against Illinois, 76-71. Really competitive game there for uh, Purdue and Indiana, both those teams, tournament teams, obviously. Um, Indiana holds on at home against Michigan, 75-73 yesterday at Assembly Hall. Um, both those teams, I would assume, are tournament teams. Yeah. Um, Michigan 17-14 overall, but they're 11-9 in the Big Ten. And then uh, Penn State knocks off Maryland at home, 65-64 yesterday. Huge win for the Nittany Lions, yeah, trying they, to they, – They could get in. They're 10-10 and 10 now in the league. So, I don't know. I just – I started looking at scores and went, wow. Yeah, close game, close game, close game, close game, close game. It was all pretty interesting. So, uh, No takeaway because it's over. Uh, Missouri knocked off Ole Miss again, 82-77 there in Como. I, I tell you, the two things that are from the season that if you wish Ole Miss had been a little better to see what they looked like, it was, and we've talked about it all year, Jamin, had he been able to just be a number three on a competitive team and mm-hmm. give them that sort of energy and whatever, because he's better. I mean, he Brakefield has had a much better season compared to previous seasons. He's taken a step. But the one for me is if Miles Burns was on a competitive team. He goes for 11-11 and 11 Saturday. He's been really good defensively. He's like top four all-time in Ole Miss and steals for a season. They just couldn't be good enough to let him cook in that way and, and see what that looks like over a season. He's been good. Yeah, the other criticism that I think you can now make of some of Kermit Davis's decisions based on the last three games, which is a very small sample size, and so I'll put that caveat in there. But they've started playing James White more. Now, you trade defense for offense, but he gives you some offense. On a team that needs offense. Missouri plays at a fast pace, and Ole Miss was able to play with them at that pace on Saturday for pretty much the whole game. Matt Morrell was one for nine for three, I think, which was a big part of it. He just they for Ole Miss to win games like that, Matt has to make shots. It's not fair to put that pressure on Matt, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're on to something. Look, they've got the pieces to be good in spots. I don't like their post play. It's 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 They not. were never going to be twelve and six. They should not be three and fifteen. No. They should they're better than three and fifteen. I know it sounds crazy because to quote the the philosopher Andy Kennedy, you are what the numbers say you are. 
And you're 3-15. and 15. That's what you are. And you will be the 13 seed. You'll wear the dark uniform against South Carolina but on Wednesday But the roster night. is 7-11. 8-10. and Yeah, I think that's Don't fair. Don't get crazy, but... No, it's fair. But, man, when you can't shoot, and they shot, again, it was like 20-something percent from three. 30-something percent from the floor. I don't, I don't, no, they shot pretty well from the floor. They can't make the perimeter shot. And when you can't shoot from three, that road that you're traveling on gets smaller. And smaller. And so you end up here. You end up here where now you have to win five games in five days. Yeah. And they're not going to. I mean, nobody, come on. That's not even a. I think Wednesday night's a coin toss. Carolina. I saw what you were doing with that George Dennis Felton reference, though. I saw what you were doing. You were trying to put it up in the atmosphere <laughs> for us here. And hey, I'm, I'm just saying. I'll never forget that. He was that. channeling Dave Bliss all over this thing. Is that what, the guy's, what was that his name? Dave Bliss. There you go. Dave Bliss beat Ole Miss on mm-hmm. that. Thursday night, and then Georgia didn't get to play Friday because of the tornado. But they had to win two Saturday. I'll never forget that Saturday. Yeah. As long as I live, I will remember that day of basketball. It was actually – It was at Tech. Played it at Tech, and they only let family and friends in. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, because there was no way to figure out tickets. Uh, Yeah, duh. And Kentucky was one of the teams in the – like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And so they're like, we just – and so it felt like this big time basketball in a like a high school atmosphere. And it was fun. But Georgia played Kentucky that morning. And it was this super tight game back and forth, back and forth. And Georgia won it. And I remember thinking, those cats are gonna have to come back tonight and play State. State, yeah. And they're gonna get smoked. And then there was this game in between was Arkansas and Tennessee, which was to this day one of the best basketball games I have ever watched. Two pretty good teams just letting it go. 92-91, I think, was the final. It was great. Up and down, up and down. I mean, I put on all my Arkansas stuff that day and just cheered hard. I'm kidding. It's a joke for people that don't know. But it was a great game. And then that game ends, and the other game starts, and you're like, okay, State's going to roll them. Because State had a good team. State's going to roll these cats. And Georgia just hung with them and hung with them. And after a while, you're like, are they going to do this? And then they did it. And it was wild. This is a crazy day. And then they come back the next day. And at that point, I'm like, Georgia's winning. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, and they did. They kind of controlled Arkansas that day. They won by eight, nine points. Yeah. Dennis Felton. Dennis Felton. They couldn't fire him because he made the tournament, so they fired him the next year. So they had to wait a whole year to fire him. Because he got really hot over five days. Yeah, that team. And then they went out to like Seattle or Portland got or somewhere by somebody. and got just beat the hell out of them yeah, yeah. in the first round. 2008? Yep. Yeah, 2008. Yep. All right. We'll continue our uh, basketball conversation in a second. Did I tell you about G&M Pharmacy? 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. If your prescription's the same day each month, then take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy. One deliver, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. They also will transfer your medications with just one phone call. You make the call, they take care of the rest, whether it be Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs, GNM here in Oxford. Again, 662-236-2222. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap if you're looking for a place to watch conference tournaments this week. 
Highly recommend walk-ons, Oxford or Ridgeland, especially. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. It's uh, getting warm outside which means it's time to make sure that that AC is ready to roll. Get in touch with our friends at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, but it's the same great people, same products, same services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, that area, call our our guys at Comer. Eric and everybody, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, South Haven, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Speaking of Nashville, A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item, $1. Shop now at astock.bid. Download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. under the highest standards, based out of Iuka, Mississippi. Uh, they've got prescription support, which we tell you about all the time. They also have all sorts of vitamins, uh, multivitamins, um, supplements, those kinds of things. Just go to their website, check it out, solutionsrx.com. And then type in the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Ole Miss also, sorry, the podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation with Ole Miss baseball underway. You can show your support for their efforts on the field this season by signing up for the pledge per win or the pledge per home run campaign. Donations are charged every Monday. They're allocated into your blue priority point total. They're up to 90% tax deductible. So sign up today by visiting give2athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. Or remember the Morgan Wallen concert coming to Vault Hemingway Stadium. That's the same week as Ole Miss and LSU, April 22nd, 23rd there from Vault Hemingway Stadium. So for tickets, morganwallen.com. Good prices on both nights, Saturday and Sunday. I think it's cheap as $79 if I have that right. So again, four tickets, morganwallen.com. Let's talk coaching search. Okay. Um. I'll set you up. All right. So I have two things I don't really believe in. Two things that I think I know. You're heading it up, but I, I think I have to. One, I believe. Oh, it's very conceivable that you know more than I do. So I'll um, freely say that. I the the, the one thing that I that, that I think I know. I think Ole Miss has looked deeply. I think the because let me see, I explain how this works a little bit. Um, search firms again. Ole Miss has one on retainer. They keep one for all sports because I mean, there's always stuff going on. It's actually pretty smart. My business sense. Sure. You just are paying constantly instead of having to find one and you have a relationship, whatever. Um, you give them parameters that you're looking for to some extent. They scour the market. They do a lot of background for you. They do a lot of things, heavy lifting to make the process easier on you. And I think given what Ole Miss probably plugged into the system, if you will, um, you know, look, they don't they don't want to pay six million dollars for a basketball coach. We can argue about what the actual salary availability is, but it's not some crazy high number. Um, obviously, there are people who are very interested in the mid major route, and from from a textbook way, the search firm would work. And when I say that, I mean Will Wade, Chris Beard. Those are different cases that require a different level of whatever, and we'll get to that in a second. But from just a Plotting out names given requirements, I think that Dusty May and Grant McCaslin are two that it's, it's spit out and that they have looked into deeply. 
Dusty May, obviously, at Florida Atlantic. We've talked about the Mike White connections, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, Keith is very intimate and familiar with Dusty May in that program. Um, Grant McCaslin's coach at North Texas, played at Baylor, coached at Baylor for a little while, has done a nice job. He's the number two seed in the Conference USA tournament. His offense is dreadfully slow. It is one of the slowest offenses in Division One. Um, it just is. It I is. Mean, it, it's not. I mean, that, that's the knock on him. I mean, if it is, if Grant McCaslin is running a fast-paced offense, he would have more people interested in Grant McCaslin. It just, it, it's the, it's, it's the answer. He is one of the criticisms of Ole Miss's offense is that it played slow, and North Texas plays slower than Ole Miss significantly. Yeah, it's. If if you think Grant McCaslin can win in the SEC level, you think he is going to become Tony Bennett and run a system very similar to Virginia. That's the I main that is what you would be counting on at that point. Yeah. You got to recruit to it. You have that has to be the identity. I mean it's it's the way he operates. I don't even I don't know. Question I have a lot of questions about that. Anyway, I don't want okay, I don't want to spend a lot of time there. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, that one. The other thing um is that Ole Miss continues to vet and look into Chris Beard. It's not over between Ole Miss and Chris Beard. I feel where did that come from, by the way? I feel very confident in my sourcing on this. I feel very confident in this that Ole Miss is still going down the road to whatever extent they are with Chris Beard. Am I saying Chris Beard's going to be hired? No, I don't know. Well, I'll, but they I'll, have not stopped. They it is it has done nothing but stay consistent to this point based off everything I know. Yes. Um. Look, and I'm talking deep dive. I think they've, I think they've dived. Is that the word? Dived incredibly deep. I think they've probably hit the bottom. They've gone as far as you can go. I think they know generally everything. There are. It's obviously complicated. You you know that there's going to be a PR thing. Based on a conversation I had Friday, I don't know that I wouldn't make Beard the favorite. Now, here's the thing about Beard. He's going to have other opportunities in all likelihood. Um, there's, a belief in, there's a belief in coaching circles, and I've talked to multiple coaches. There's a belief in coaching cir- circles that Texas is going to hire um, the, the guy, uh, Jerome Tang at, at Kansas State. There's a belief in coaching circles that Kansas State would pivot towards Chris Beard fast. Kansas State's a very good basketball job in a very good basketball league. Now, a league that won't feature Texas in a year. What does that do to change the league? I don't know. Won't feature Oklahoma in a year. Oklahoma's at the bottom of the league, but Oklahoma's still decent. They've won some some games. Regardless. Um, there's... There's also a sense yesterday, and I think I post these things and people assume that I'm trying to say something that I'm not, and I'm not. I'm just posting notes. Texas Tech is probably going to move on from their coach. Is his name Adams? Uh, yeah, he's they were, they were already trying to get rid of him anyway, and then he said something to a player or something and yeah. whatever. And there's a sense in the coaching profession that's probably based somewhat on agents talking. That hey, Texas Tech could they could try to have a reunion with Chris Beard. Mark Adams. Mark Adams. That Texas Tech could go, hey, you know, it worked when you were here. You left on your own volition to go to your alma mater. We were pissed off, but we kind of get it. But they didn't stand by you in your moment of crisis. We will. 
and that maybe he would go do that. And then there's a sense among some people that, hey, Chris Beard's asking price might get to a place that Ole Miss can't go there. That's it. But if you made me guess, based on the things that I've heard, if you said if if Keith Carter and company could get who they wanted, I think that's Chris Beard. Yeah, because look, there is if there becomes a lot of competition for Chris Beard and the salary gets crazy, Ole Miss is out. It just is what it is. It doesn't mean they don't care. No, it just it, is what it is. It, it's, you guys, it's, you're it, really overextended on football. You, it, you're really, really, really overextended on football. Yes. That's which, the, which, which pays the bills. Okay, fine. But there is a trickle down to that. They they went into a place in November, December, whatever, whenever that yeah, was. Everybody yells at me when I say this, but it just, it just well, is. It, it's not Monopoly money. It's real money. You can't spend what you don't have or what you can't realistically expect to have. You can't pay the basketball coach $5 million a year right now when you're and when I say overpaying, I mean, I, it's the going rate right now in football, but it, it it's way past where Ole Miss was comfortable. If you made me guess, Ole Miss's comfort level in football was about seven, and now they're paying about nine, and that's money. And it's not just Lane's money. It's Golding's money. It's analyst money it's assistance money it's everything it's, it's just the two years of not getting sec money then only getting half and basically giving it to matt luke yeah it's there's just a lot there that the, the i mean the whole rainy day thing that we always made fun of bjork was well it was true and it's gone i mean i don't it, you know it's it's the, the the bill has come in if you run up credit card debt you just run it up and run it up there comes a point where the credit card company goes okay we're, we're done extending you now we're ready for you to pay us that's kind of where they are with some things. So all of those things There's are factors. There's a big debt service on the pavilion. All of those things are factors as it pertains to Chris Beard. Yeah, at a good price, yeah, 100%. He would, they, I mean, sure. So you needed other people to not be interested. And that was never realistic, which is one of the reasons that, I mean, I think I said this the day that they announced Kermit had parted ways, been fired, whatever the word used. I don't care. Yeah, real, real quick aside. I mean, if Kiffin wins, he's worth the money. That's not our point. It's just simply balance sheet talk. Not. I mean, if Kiffin goes and goes ten and two, yeah, sure, whatever. It was all worth it. Yeah, hundred sure. percent. Oh, I'm not saying that it's yeah. not worth paying Kiffin to keep Kiffin, but the money's the money. I mean, let him go six and six, and nine million dollars is going to start being a talking point. Yeah, if he goes eleven and one, people will be like his best money we ever spent. I get it. And you did what you had to do. But it's real money. Kyle, thanks for the super chat. He says, Neil, you need to tell the politicians that you can't spend money you don't have. Well, I mean, the politicians can kick it down to the grandchildren. Ole, Ole Miss can't do that. I guess they could, but feels like it would be fiscally irresponsible. Regardless. Mm-hmm. I think they want to hire Beard, I think. I had heard, here's my thing, Chase. You've heard me say this a bunch of times. In the wake of no news, people fill the gap with rumor. And I haven't read what anybody else has written or anything like that. I don't know what anybody else is saying. I, I just choose not to look. 
But I think there's a lot of rumor that's out there that's based on nothing other than kind of guessing. And some of the people that I've heard have put stuff out. I don't think those people are particularly connected to anybody in coaching worlds, agent worlds. I just don't think they are. And I think people are trying to make something happen before it can happen. Now, if you told me that something happened. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ten days from now, like when the right about the time that the tournament started, I'd buy it. If it, if that's the case, it's it's beard. Because if it's I think May's going to the tournament. I mean, I think I think Florida Atlantic's going to the tournament, whether they win Conference USA or not, their net's like fifteen. Yeah, so they're they're at large even in. Right? I mean, I think so. They're twenty eight and three. They're, Don't go lose to the nine seed or something. But yeah, otherwise. I mean, but assuming they get to say Saturday or Sunday, lose to UAB or North Texas. Yeah, I think they'd be fine. Um, so you'd have to wait for them to play in the tournament, which would be they would start on Thursday or Friday. Who are the other candidates that we're talking about? I I, I don't think they'll hire McCaslin, but they'll be in the NIT. I don't. That would it would shock it, me. That would surprise me. I mean, I keep hearing Pat Kelsey's name a little bit. College of Charleston. They've got a, but I think they're they're the favorite to win their their tournament. And if they do, they'll go obviously to the NCAA tournament. I just think I think people are making some stuff up. I do. Will Wade. I talked about Will Wade a lot. I was consistently told that Will Wade was not getting the job, and Will Wade is not getting the job. I do feel like I can emphatically state that Will Wade won't get the job. In fact, I think you will see Will Wade get hired by McNeese State very soon. And McNeese, unlike Ole Miss, they, I mean, McNeese has nothing to lose. They now look, can, McNeese hiring him actually is like PR-wise good for Ole Miss because it's showing, hey, look, he's going to McNeese, for God's sake. It's right. not like he went to Alabama. I mean, it, it, and, it, it, it's... And he's going to get a show cause. The question is, is the show is cause retroactive going not? to be time served? And if you can't get that answer 100%, you can't do it. Look, people close to him, I've talked to them, they know that. 
They've admitted that. Like, yeah, I get it. You know, if he's got a, if 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 you don't know one hundred percent that he's not going to get like a three year show cause, you just can't do it. McNeese can. I mean, it's possible that he could coach at McNeese and not be able to recruit at all. Think so. Is this d- not that we need to spend a ton of time on Will Wade? Because, like I said, I don't think he's getting the job. But just in general. Is that smart for him? Because I get getting back in, but at McNeese, he's never going to go get a bunch of top 50 players or whatever, and he's not. Come on. <laughs> come on. I don't know. I get you only need one or two to win the conference, which right. maybe that's the point. But there is like a purgatory possibility for McNeese, too, here. It's possible. Will's only 40 years old. He can, he can, he can slum for a little while. He's got time. He's different than Beard. Beard's 50. Beard's got to make this. This got to be a big decision for Chris Beard. He's got to make the right call. Here's my thing, and I've said this all along. If you can get Chris Beard, and I don't know that Ole Miss can, but if you can, you have to hire him. If you and I could sit here and put together a media reaction plan, and we can, we could, surely there are people at Ole Miss, or they could hire a PR firm that could put together a PR action plan for here's how you hire Chris Beard. And from a basketball standpoint, it's an absolute no-brainer. Now, money might make it where it's not possible, but they can't let the PR thing stop them from doing this. That's my opinion. Well, I told you it's a couple things to a PR move, but frankly, I don't mean you and I disagree on that. I don't think you do much at all. I think you just hire your coach. That that might be your PR plan. I think your PR plan. I mean, yeah, sure, but look. Well, he's going to get asked about it until he talks about it. You have to just know going in, you're going to lose female fan support, and you're going to lose some season tickets. You're going to gain some too, Yep, but you're going to lose some, and there's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing Chris Beard can say that is going to fix that part of the issue. And you're just going to, I mean, it, it's going to be slimy for a little while, and you're just going to have to be slimy. Until you win. And in sports, maybe this isn't the way it should be, but if you win, nobody cares. I mean, nobody cares. Look at Alabama the other night when they played Auburn. Packed. I'm sure there are people that are turned off by it. It was packed. He's on the floor. And they've handled it as poorly PR-wise as they humanly could. Yes. I mean, it has been, it's been a case study in what not to do. A master class in how not to handle something. And yet, they're winning. And they're going to be a one seed, and everybody's going to be jacked up. It's just win. If you win, it all goes away. And, you know, the... Here's an interesting thing. Go ahead. I'm, I'm all over the place. I went to Texas Tech's rival site. Pretty active site. They do a good job. Um just to kind of see what the interest was over there, considering Adams is in the situation. Mm-hmm. Hardly any beard talk at all, not even a consideration, and they were dying for Grant McCaslin. Really? Shows you the difference in places and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a Grant McCaslin celebration on the Texas Tech rival site today. Well, and McCaslin is all Texas. He spent one season at Arkansas State, but other than that, he's been – Played a, at Baylor, coached at Baylor. His, his wife, Grant McCaslin's wife played – soccer at texas tech i think he coached at texas tech as an assistant or maybe a grad assistant that's where they met if i'm Ole miss 
and the price is decent. Sometime next week, I'm introducing Chris Beard as my next head coach. And I don't care about the sliminess at this point. Because here's the problem, and it's not fair to Dusty May, okay? But the perception, and the only way he could put it away would be to win big. The perception of Dusty May is, well, you just hired a buddy. You hired a, you hired a protege of a best friend. It's not, that, that's not fair to Dusty May. They've had a hell of a season at FAU. You know, and he is a, he is, from a mid-major level, he is a very qualified candidate. But 100%. That is what gets said. And maybe everywhere is like this. I've only been here. It feels like Ole Miss fans are more hypersensitive to that because of some history. Well, yeah, recent you know history. I mean? Sure. Like, I do think there is. Well, I mean, look, it's because of the Matt Luke thing. If you're curious on what would get paid here, um, this is not crazy. So if unless Kansas State was trying to hire Chris Beard and went like way over the threshold, yep, Tang got a six year deal worth fourteen point one million, so two point something. Nothing asinine. I suspect if you moved quickly at two point five or so that you could probably get it done. You probably could make it some incentive base that would make it more if you won big. Then I don't know what kind of money you have to put into staff. I don't. I, part of his strength has been Beard's, I should say. Part of Beard's strength over the years has been building very quality staffs. Yeah, hundred percent. And so you're 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 probably going to have to come up with a little bit more for staff, and that might be where people say, Wait, "How much more? How do you you know how do you do that?" And I don't I don't I'm not privy to the to the accounting books. Yeah, Beard can't ask for five with everything going on around. Oh him. no, no, he no! Can't, I mean, it, it's, I've, I've it's, never heard that number. It's why I mean, it's why this is gift wrapped for Ole Miss or whichever program. Sure, hires Chris Beard at a discount beyond had he just coached and you had to. Because I mean, I'm sure he was making more than that at Texas. So I don't know what his salary was at Texas, but I'm sure it was considerable. Um, oh, his salary at Texas was uh, five million. Was it really? Yeah, he has six year, thirty million dollar deal. Yeah, five point two for the season. Five point two five. But he's not gonna get that. No, no, he and can't. He, 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 and he he knows that. Yeah, sure. I would assume. Yeah. All right, continue the conversation in a second. I'll tell you about prime shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. They ship directly to your door, throw them in the freezer, then fewer than ten minutes, freezer to plate. The New Orleans barbecue flavor is their newest it is uh my favorite the signature is awesome they have the full meals in a bag the garlic herb the french quarter alfredo and much more they also have their two pound bags of individually frozen shrimp for those who want a uh, grocery store style shrimp from the new orleans based company use code rg five pouches or more with code rg 25 percent off again that's primeshrimp.com our friends over at Dead Soxy have a free gift for you and the gift is exclusive head over to deadsoxy.com backslash rebels and join the nil subscription by signing up you'll be the first to hear about exclusive collaborations new products and even receive freebies on the regular that means you'll not only have the freshest socks in town but you'll also be contributing directly to Ole Miss athletics and helping support your favorite players as your first gift for signing up you'll receive a free pair of limited edition juice kiffin socks only available to members to get your gift all you have to do is add a pair of socks from Dead Soxy's Ole Miss NIL subscription to your cart, and your free pair of Juice Kiffin socks will automatically appear in your cart. 
There are no membership fees to become a member. All you have to do is start your subscription by adding one pair of NIL socks to your cart and choosing how often you want new pairs from the Ole Miss collection delivered. So head over to deadsoxy.com backslash rebels and sign up for the NIL subscription today to show your support. My 10 weekend thoughts are up at rebelgrove.com. They're brought to you by Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for your next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, ACS is owned by the boss, the beast of Baldwin, Clay McNutt. It's established in 2013. It's a, it's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. They have so much more as well. Go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Uh, Rutch about Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Lamons has been serving the Oxford area for um, 75 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast is also brought to you by Jocelyn Creamery. It's jocelynelcreamery.com. Remember, they have a charcuterie class coming up in Clarksdale. That's on March 21st. It's at the Travelers Hotel, downtown Clarksdale, 6 to 8 p.m. Snacks, refreshments included. You can buy tickets right there at jocelynelcreamery.com. They're going to teach their charcuterie 101 class. Participants will get a cheese tasting of all their uh, house-made artisanal cheeses. They'll lead a workshop where you learn how to fold a salami rose, carve a kiwi, build your very own charcuterie board to take home. Snacks, wine, and dessert is included there from that. So, again, that's johnstillcreamery.com from the website. Order right there. Again, johnstillcreamery.com. <clears throat> so, no, I mean, the, the vacuum thing's right. I mean, look, people, you, you stumble across things. Not everybody's never, ever, ever, ever sourced at all. Um, but when it gets quiet, there is like this urge from some media to, Hey, I just have to have something every three hours. So then you get this name or this thing and it just comes out. Of, uh, and okay. it's an unwillingness of some people to say three magic words. I don't know. That's it. They won't do it. They by God won't do it because if you do that, people go, well, you don't know. How do you not know? And when your whole identity is built around, I'm connected you unwilling to admit that, no, sometimes I don't know. I'll freely tell you I don't well, know. Well, the journalism 101 thing, too, of this is that when people who would know aren't talking, that next level, and this, I know people don't care, care, but that next level source who is right some of the time and knows some things, well, suddenly they feel an obligation that they should know. So they mm-hmm. start telling you some things, and you have a hard time vetting that. That's wrong half the time. It just... It's a trickle-down effect where at every stage, the information gets harder and harder and harder to be accurate all the time. Yep. Um, so this is where we're left right now. I mean, I the only person that I can emphatically say I do not believe to be the next Ole Miss basketball coach is Will Wade. I agree with that completely. Anything beyond that, maybe. I would put money in a casino on Chris Beard today. I would too. And I would throw some money on Dusty May as a hedge. Yeah. That's what I would do. And if you told me to put some on a wild card, you wild carding? I might wild card Pat Kelsey just like. And see, I'd be more likely to wild card Odom or Bliss. Oh, yeah. I forgot about 
Is Bliss? Uh, I'm sorry, Mills. Oral Roberts. Paul Mills. Oral Roberts. Yeah. If I'm wild carding somebody, I'm wild carding one of those two. Ryan Odom at Utah State, or yeah, I, I think Ryan Odom is. I know that Ryan. I should have written this yesterday. Ryan Odom has gotten attention from Georgetown and Georgia Tech already. Okay. And as of yesterday, he had not spoken to anyone at Ole Miss. Or his people had not. I was told. I could be wrong, but that's what I was told. Which, the fact that I'm not hearing about like 10, 15 people tells me that Ole Miss is pretty far along. Yeah, I, I, I think they kind of know where they're going. Just from being around this for a long time, I feel like we're this thing's down to a couple. I, I think it's this or this almost at this point. I wouldn't disagree with maybe with that. a wild card that yeah you're holding out hope for, or you're chasing, or something. Well, you always have to have as many options as you can in case things don't work out, right? In case Chris Beard goes elsewhere, and then all of a sudden Dusty May says, "You know what? I'm staying here." And FAU is doing what they can to keep him. Uh, there's a lot of talk about you know them pretty far down the road on a contract extension. I can't imagine that FAU can afford to what, but they're going to try. As they should. Yeah, of course. I mean, Brian White's doing his prime, right? Isn't it, Brian? I guess so. The AD at yeah. FAU. I mean, you do the best you can, right, to hang on to your guy. You understand that you're not going to be able to keep the the big boys away for forever, but you do your best. That's Mike and Danny's brother for anybody right. who. That's what I had to think for a minute. Yeah. it's a <laughs> But, you know, I mean, that's the thing is I really, other than those handful of names i don't ever hear much of anything else and there could easily be an assistant somewhere we do not know the name of Listen. if i if, if you told me we're completely missing something yep. i think we're missing an assistant it's it's one of the reasons i'm going to nashville honestly it's not to cover the game i don't really like Ole miss's chances to get to friday so it's i think i'm going to kind of talk to some people hey have you heard anything like coaches and stuff have you Anything out there in the coaching world? Here's the one thing I can say on Beard is that I've heard specifics on names for assistant coaches, which tells me that he has at least had conversations with people about, hey, if I if I go to Ole Miss, I'd like you to come with me. Do I know that this lists everything involved in his compensation? No, but per a site that has Calipari making 10, whatever. I mean, it appears to be pretty reliable. It has Dusty May's salary this season at $390,000. It'd be a good year in their house. And look, it might just be as simple as money. It could come down to just money. One guy's too expensive and you like the other guy a lot and you can get him for a lot less. And it might just come to that. But, I've, I want to be clear here. I've not heard that from anyone. I've heard people speculate things. But then when I ask, well, where did you get that? They didn't really get it anywhere. And so I'm, I go back to, in, in, in the absence of news, rumor fills the void. Always. It always has. It always will. I'm a little embarrassed of myself is that I would have gotten them all right 11 through 20, but I could not have told you the name of two of the top 10 coaches, 10 highest paid coaches in the country. Like if you gave me their school, I couldn't have told you their name. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know the coach at Villanova's name. 
It used to be Jay Wright. It's, I could have gotten that one. It's the guy that replaced Jay Wright. Exactly. Yeah. I did not know his name, and I could not have told you the guy at Maryland's name, and he's making $4.2 million. Is that Mark Turgeon? No, it's Kevin Willard. Kevin Willard. Okay. Where's yeah. Turgeon now? Is he at Purdue? Mm, no, Painter's at Purdue. That's right. Where Turgeon went? Turgeon is not coaching. Oh, okay. He is not on the list. The only T-U-R on the list is St. Bonaventure, whose coach is Mark Schmidt. Okay. That makes $1.8 million, by the way. Oh. Makes more than Clemson. He makes more than Hubert Davis. Basketball's big up there. So, top 10 highest paid coaches in the country, Bill Self, John Calipari, Tom Izzo, John Shire, Mick Cronin, Chris Beard at the time, Rick Barnes, Kyle Neptune, Jamie Dixon, and Kevin Willard. Bob Huggins, number 11. Patrick Ewing, number 12, stealing money from the Georgetown Hoyas. Just, I mean, burglar, over-the-shoulder, stealing money. But it shows you that that job's a trap. My God, that's bad. I mean, you know, that's... Scott Drew's a bargain at 19. Oh, for sure. He's done a great job. I mean, they've been steady for two decades, practically. Yeah, he's done done a really, really good job. I mean, is the SEC going to get in? Eight. You think they're getting eight in? I do. Really? Yeah. How bad is Vanderbilt kicking the hell out of itself right now? Hey, you beat LSU and you're in. Probably so. They go 12 and six. Yeah. Even as bad as that non conference was, they'd be 12 and six in the SEC. I think they'd be in. Hey, look, they get interesting if they win. Now, wanna... Liam Robbins is out. Is he out? I thought he's out for the year. Yeah, he got hurt. He broke. Something happened to him. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, I yeah. didn't hear that. That's a shame. That really sucks for them. Yeah, Liam Robbins out for rest of season with re- leg injury. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, he's he's hurt. Yeah, they have no chance that, without him. So never mind. But they still won on Saturday, and well, they're a good team. Speaking of Odom, uh, Utah State currently the first team out, so they have to win their conference to, yeah. to get in. They will not get in from a uh, Mississippi State, the last four in right now. I, I think they're out because too many bubbles will be burst between now and Sunday to where they fall off the wagon. Well, they need to win Thursday. I think they got to win more than that. I, 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 that's not enough. That was a killer on Saturday. It, it was. I mean, that it was predictable. Oh, sure. Vanderbilt are in the next four out. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's over. Yeah. I think State's going to get in. They are currently in a play-in game for the 11 seed with Penn State is where Bracketology has them. Ooh, I'd watch that game. Lenardi has Missouri in eight seed playing Memphis in the first round. I'd watch that game. Your Drake team, by the way, has them as a 12 seed playing Miami in the first round. That'd be an interesting game. Ooh. That'd be a really interesting. I'm gonna tell game. you, some five gets Drake as a twelve and goes, "Oh shit, you better you better bring it because you're gonna get a clinic." Well, for they're, a day, well, they're so. and they're old. Their starting lineup is older than like four NBA starting lineups. Got a 25 year old point guard. Oh really? Oh yeah, and he's and he's good. Bracketology has Mississippi State, Penn State playing San Diego State. Okay. San Diego State is six seed. Um, let's see, scrolling down for SEC teams. Auburn an 11 seed opening with Michigan State. Oof. Can you imagine you look up and there's Auburn as you're 11? You're like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Pardon my language. <laughs> but I mean, he, he, 
That's a dr- Michigan State is a six. I mean, you can't be too picky, but Auburn's your eleven and Gonzaga's your three. Yeah, you get to the second weekend, you earned it. A and M a seven seed playing NC State in the first round. Why is A and M a seven? They're getting punished for November. Yeah. Again, you don't want to be the ten with A and M as your seven. I know your love for them. They beat Bama on Saturday. They did. They did. Texas a two seed despite everything they've gone through this mm-hmm. season. He's done a good job. Tennessee he was, he was a three. Left with a pretty good roster too. Tennessee a three, and I just don't like him at all with that injury. No, uh, they looked bad at all. I'm not sure that I don't halfway think that the winner of Ole Miss South Carolina beats Tennessee on Thursday. Oh, oh, that's a hot take. Just saying. He they play defense. They don't score a ton. You can get in rock fights with them. They've got this injury. They can't really help themselves much while they're there. You could catch them on a weird night. I don't know if Ole Miss South Carolina is talented enough to do it, but it. I think that game's close. I think the winner of Ole Miss Carolina gives Tennessee a hell of a run on Thursday. And then that team plays. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. The four. I don't know. I'll get there in a minute. Know. But okay. Yeah. I, whatever. But Tennessee a three seed. They had them opening with, with Louisiana Lafayette, and then would run into Duke or Rutgers in the second round. Okay. Oral Roberts a twelve. Speaking of uh, Mills, he would play St. Mary's in the first round in this bracket. Oh, that'd be a hell of a good basketball. Five twelve. That would be. I mean, seriously, if that game comes to fruition, you should watch it. Arkansas a nine seed getting Illinois in the first round. That's a, a really good eight a good nine game. game. It'd be a really good game. Houston the one in that bracket. Yeah, Houston would beat the brakes off either one of those two teams. Kentucky a seven seed. West Virginia in the first round. Purdue the two in that bracket. Okay, Kentucky-Purdue in a second-round game. Sign me up. Um, Just from a straight pretty good basketball quadrant here, whatever you want to call it, Creighton a six, Nevada or Wisconsin an 11, Kansas State a three, and Irvine a 14. Oh. It's a fun little little group there. Uh, And Alabama the one seed. They have them playing Maryland or Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic, by the way, is a nine seed in this current bracket. So they're safe. Yeah, they're they're in. They're they're, They're, they're good. Their net's like 15. Yeah, they're good. So, yeah, that has the SEC with eight teams, second only behind the Big Ten with ten. I mean, it's kind of Big Ten teams. It's kind of what Buzz Williams said the other day that the the where the league has changed, and everybody always says this, but look, if a, if a guy like Buzz says it, I'm going to buy him, and he says analytically he can prove it. The bottom of the league, he says the the mean is higher than it used to be. He said what Alabama did this year, and to some extent what they did this year, was an outlier. Grind pointed out here, you mentioned this the other day, because we were talking about where do these teams exist, because I think, I looked at it from the football side, I think you end up with this cross-country football league that has the cast-offs from the West Coast to the East Coast, and they just have to make it work, and they can get some TV deal, and you've got Oregon State, North Carolina State, it's a conference game, and it just is what it is. I mean, it's... Basically, the real American, if you will, if you want to do that. I think it makes sense. It's their only chance at salvation. So you do that and try to figure it out. But he points out your talk about the basketball side of the ACC teams went to the Big East. That would be one hell of a conference. Wake, Syracuse, Pitt, Duke, Louisville, UConn, Marquette, Villanova, Georgetown, Creighton. Yeah. Be a great league. That's a good league. Yeah. That's, that's old time Big East good. Yeah. Where you're. Put your tournament in Madison Square Garden and you're in. I'd watch. That's really interesting. Now, the question is, is that 
monetarily feasible. Can you I don't can know. you put together a, a package that makes that worthwhile? And that I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But now look, that's a part of the country that's pretty invested in college basketball. So when the season starts in November, they're sort of Kentucky. They're in. You might maybe you could pull it off. I don't know. But it's your only prayer. But Chase, the Pac twelve's dead. The Pac twelve is dead. They have So been, what are they having an emergency meeting about? Probably to figure out how to get off the how to figure it out. I mean, it's over. Oregon and Washington, according to Colin Cowherd, and I'm gonna take his word for it on Pac twelve stuff. Sure. Are willing to take half of a Big Ten cut to get in for a period of time. Because half of a Big Ten, and this is this tells you everything you need to know, half of the Big Ten cut is more than they're going to get from the Pac-12. They just want in. We'll, we, we will sit at the little kid table. We get it. We just want in. And at that point, the other ones go, all right, well, then we're not worth shit anymore. Pardon my language today. I'm sorry. We're not worth anything. And and Arizona and Arizona State and, and Colorado and Utah are going to go, all right, Big 12, Sure. You want us? We're in. We want full full shares. And the Big 12 will go, okay, because that makes their league sellable at that point. And at that point, you've got the big bad Big 10, the big bad SEC, and the eh, not big bad, but good, solid Big 12. And the Pac-12 is just, just pulverized. It's left with nothing. It's left with Cal and Stanford, who are idiots, and Oregon State and Washington State, who are orphaned. That's what you have. And then you've got the ACC now starting to really raise their hands. Because, look, it's one thing if you're Clemson or North Carolina to go, yeah, Alabama's getting a bunch more, and Ohio State's getting a bunch more than we are. But it's another thing to look over there and go, Texas Tech's getting more than we're getting? In what world? And it's going to fall apart. Because enough people are going to go, we got to do this together. And there's going to be willing homes, I think. I think both the SEC and the Big Ten are willing to go to 20 yeah. over time. Yeah, I do too. It ends at 20. It ends at 20. Yeah. But I think they're willing to go to 20 Yeah, as an absolute super conference. Money galore. Why, it, it, again, to repeat it, it's why there, there's this Saban complained and there's talk about Vanderbilt's going to be one of Auburn's. I'm just like, don't worry about it, guys. It's not going to last long enough to matter. Just play it and move Just on. play because it's going to change again. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers your Clark Ford studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So again, to get the best internet in Lafayette County, also parts of Union and Pontotoc Counties. For those who did not previously have internet, that is 662-238-3159. Brought to you by Pinnacle. They're based in Jackson. They are, have clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning, and uh, for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Uh, brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, just get in touch with John if you're thinking about a spring break trip here at the last minute or you're planning something for the summer, uh, already thinking about the holidays, whatever the case may be, just get in touch with him, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and let him give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. It's 901-494-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net. 
Uh, we're brought to you by uh, OPA. If you're coming to town for the uh, baseball series this weekend, or maybe you're just coming in to hang out in Oxford, stop by OPA, make it part of your weekend. Fabulous uh, food, craft libations as well. It's Oxford's newest Greek uh, restaurant on the square. Uh, no mailbag this week, but uh, you can still get in touch with Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. She's serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you. If you're looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. It's always free for the candidate. And um, you payment of service for companies is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. Dot com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot offered at Southern Traditions. Learn more. Get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Ole Miss women's basketball lost to South Carolina in the semifinals of the SEC tournament. The uh, Gamecocks were pretty much a buzzsaw throughout the entire weekend. They beat Tennessee up pretty good in the finals. Tennessee had upset Kim Mulkey and LSU in the uh, in the semis. So uh, Ole Miss had knocked off Texas A&M in the quarters to get to that point. They're clearly in the tournament. They find out their uh, their fate. So, um. <clears throat> Still with RPI, my, my assumptions are still like a six seed, something like that. Uh, yeah, so bracket, Ole Miss, South Carolina, winner gets Tennessee on Thursday in the second round. Mississippi State plays Florida in the second round on Thursday, plays the winner of Tennessee, Ole Miss, South Carolina on Friday. Oh, is that who it would be? Yeah. State. State or Florida after Tennessee. See, if you're state, you want to – You need Tennessee. You need Tennessee, and then you need to beat them, and then you're good. Yeah. You're gold at that point. Assuming the tournament matters, A and M last year raises its hand and goes, "Hey, and it might not. We didn't do. We did all we could, and it did not matter at all. It might be meaningless. Did not move it. Yep. Because we do this in all that it means. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. We do this in Nashville with the basketball tournament. We do it in Hoover for baseball. Go if they just win three, and the committee goes, "No, I don't care what you do over the course of that three days." Oh, after last year, not we'll talk about Hoover a long time from now. <laughs> but after last year. If I'm if I'm a team that feels like comfort that I'm even remotely comfortable. I'm like getting a couple of kids from the eighth grade team to go pitch. I don't. I don't want. We to are not hanging around on Sunday in this thing. Well, look who were the two last two teams standing in the SEC last year in in the College World Series. Ole Miss and Arkansas. They combined to go zero and three yeah. in Hoover and got the hell out. State got run ruled twice the year before in in Hoover and won the title. Yeah, I don't know what Auburn did in Hoover last year. I don't remember. There's no. If you're in the tournament, there's no reason to there's no reason to try in Hoover. 
Yeah. So Ole Miss's theoretical path, South Carolina, Tennessee, and then either Mississippi State or Florida. Um, no, no, no. I'm wrong. No, I had that completely screwed up. The winner of Tennessee and Ole Miss, South Carolina plays Missouri. I, I'm, oh. my, my, my fault. Missouri is the next team. Completely wrong. The winner of state in Florida gets Alabama oh. on Friday. See, that's if you're state, you're still good. You beat Florida, lose to Alabama, you're still good. Yeah. I think you're one win short. I think you're wrong, but we'll see. Okay. Fair enough. And look, there's it this is not a vacuum. You oh, hear that no, a lot this I'm, week. A lot of things around the country can move the t- numbers of available spots. Well, like if you're if you're Mississippi State, you're cheering for FAU, for example. Yeah, win your conference. Don't take one of Please. the spots. Yeah, don't don't lose to Louisiana Tech or North Texas or UAB and suddenly it's a two bid league. Mm-hmm. No. Conference USA needs to be one bid if you're right. if you're doing that. Um so yes, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Tennessee, Missouri in that part of the bracket. Uh Auburn plays Arkansas on Thursday. That's already set. The winner plays Texas A and M on Friday. The Aggies waiting on that. Yeah. And then the winner of LSU and Georgia plays Vanderbilt in the second round. Auburn and Arkansas are poster children for this league for schedule. Schedule, schedule, schedule. Just play good teams. Play good teams. Don't play bad teams. Play as many good teams as you can. It will pay off. Because if you win a couple of them, and I think Arkansas is like three and seven against quad one. Oh, they really? But they played so many quad one that their strength of schedule is super high, and their, their, their net this morning was like 18. They're in, despite being a sub-500 team in the league. Eight and ten in the league, but they're in. Lock. Schedule. There are lessons to be learned from this thing every year. It's another reason if I'm Ole Miss, I think I'm hiring Chris Beard. And maybe I'm crazy here, but I think Chris Beard could schedule better at Ole Miss than anybody. Oh, really? I do. I think teams would play Chris Beard because they know Chris Beard's going to have good teams. Maybe I'm wrong. No, Ole Miss has been in that purgatory before where their RPI or their net or whatever was not good enough to really give you the huge bump, but they were good enough to beat you. So it was kind of like, what are we what are we doing here? Like You know, there used to be a criticism of of Andy that that he didn't want to play schedules because he wanted to get the twenty wins so that he could brag about the twenty wins, and he'll tell you that's total crap. He's like, I, we we tried to schedule, but you couldn't get people to come play them because they didn't have a reputation for being at that time, high enough in the RPI could only hurt you. And there's some travel logistics, too, that cause some issues. But and They've gotten past that. Yeah. So you've got to have somebody to come and, and aggressively schedule. I just think you do. Because it's not – look at Penn State. Look at Michigan. Some of those teams, it, 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 it's not imperative that you have 22 wins. Your net matters. Your strength of schedule matters. It really does. It's legit. It's what it's what's hurting state right now. I mean, state's got a better SEC record than than Arkansas, for example, but their schedule was nowhere near as good. <clears throat> Where um, when is the World Baseball Classic? When are they playing this? Here in the next couple of weeks, right? Is it? I was, there was an ESPN article, and I mean, we're just kind of closing, but the Dominican Republic and the United States clearly the best two rosters in the thing. And they were looking at it, and I look at old, I look at the USA's roster and go, wow, it's pretty good. The Dominican roster like is like an MVP roster. Everybody's like an MVP candidate. Yeah, I mean, the U.S., though, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Mike Trout, Paul Goldschmidt, Kyle Schwarber, Pete Alonzo, Kyle Tucker, Nolan Arenado, and Jay Arulamoto. I mean, not bad. Be a good team. That's, that's, it's all right. 
What's their pitching staff? I know it's Marcus Stroman. Uh, that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that. And then, yeah, the uh, Julio Rodriguez, Wander Franco, Franco, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Juan Soto, Manny Machado, <laughs> Rafael Devers, uh, I mean, Tascar Hernandez. Holy hell. Uh, <laughs> Segura and uh, Francisco Maja. Uh, pretty good team. Yeah, they're okay. It's, little athleticism on that group. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the advanced analytics give the United States a slight edge. They have them with 15.8 uh, wins added in the Dominican Republic at 13 wins per added, just talking about lineups. I'd watch that seven-game series. I, I mean, it takes that, though, to get anybody involved at all. Like, you got to yeah. give me the stars if we're going to oh, do yeah, this. Yeah. Like, it, we can't just... No, no, no. I, I'm not as even, much as you like the the college kids, we're not. Uh, that's not. That's not going to work. And here, you're guys. competing against the NCAA tournament at this point. And that's hard. People love the tournament. Even people who don't watch basketball watch the tournament. It's just we love brackets. We do love a bracket. We do. That's why in March we'll get it. We have the candy bracket and we'll have the sitcom bracket. Just give me brackets. Everybody Let me it. vote on brackets. I want a bracket. And it's it's why you just. Not that anybody at Ole Miss is trying to punt on it, but I hear pe- people say it. It's a frustration thing. Nope, you've, you've, you've got to strive to be relevant in basketball because you want to be a part of this. Um, Lance Lynn's on the pitching staff, by the way. Oh, okay. That's two that I know. So Lynn and Stroman for sure. Um, Adam Wainwright. Oh. You know him. Yeah, I know him well. You're, you're familiar. Yep. I will stand and applaud when he walks away. Brady Singer. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He was a hell of a good college pitcher. He was. Kendall Graveman. Yeah. Former state pitcher. Yeah. So, all right. All right. We'll uh, hit it more tomorrow. Whatever else comes up. Coaching search. Again, Ole Miss baseball returns home tomorrow. Southern Miss, 630 tomorrow night from Swayze Field for that one. And then... A lot of black and gold this week because the Purdue Boilermakers are in town Friday to uh, Sunday. Oh, they get that Big Ten title. They, right, they're on it. They're five and one so far in the yeah. Big Ten. They're running through it. Um, yeah. it's the Big Ten's fine. It's fine. It's it's the Big Ten cares about baseball about the way that the SEC cares about hockey. Yeah, it's you know we do it. But, right, a couple whatever. schools want to care and try a little more than others and yeah nebraska actually was interesting over the weekend their fan base is trying to get into it i mean being so close to omaha they sure. got a tradition van horn did a good job there back in the day he did they 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 care he took them uh, to the college world series right yeah they care yeah. and they've been i mean they had alex gordon in 2005 he, he won the golden spikes oh, they've held a good player they were they were a host in 06 or Ur- dad played there right did Darren Erstad play at Nebraska? Yeah, because he coached them later. He okay. came back. Um, in 06, they were the one seed in their regional and should have played Ole Miss, but they got upset by Miami. So that's how the Ole Miss-Miami regional happened in 2006. Oh, okay. That was Nebraska with Jabba Chamberlain as their ace oh. um, in 06. And they yeah, they lost to the Hurricanes. He pitched for a minute. He did, yeah. That was the, the baby Hurricanes when Jamil Weeks and all those guys were freshmen. Yonder Alonzo. They were good. Yeah, and got much better two years later when Ole Miss saw him again. Had some dudes. Yeah, so John Jay was on that team. So, anyway. All right, back tomorrow, rubblegrove.com. In the meantime, take care. Have a good day. We'll talk to you then. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nade Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.